Les Canadiens de Montréal sont fiers de repêcher from the Slovakian national team and TPS Turku, Juraj Slavkovsky. Welcome to the show. It's your boy Lewis. It's your boy Gibby. It's your boy Vincent. Hey, Vincent. Hey, Vincent. It's like a Swiss name. Uh, it's a total English name. What's wrong with no, you? No, but when, when you say Vincent, you know, sometimes you see those guys drafted, they have like those weird ass names. You don't know like how they're going to be pronounced. Slavoxy. Yeah, I got it. Got yeah, it. We, we know that, Slapshotsky. Yeah. Can I just say I don't like that at all? I don't like it either. I, I listen, don't, guys, don't like guys, it it's all. not about, listen, it's not about liking it though, right? It's about I decided to call him that. So that's my name for him. It's too so hard to say. Eventually, it's going to stick. And eventually, just... you will recognize him as Slapshotsky, especially. No, it's terrible. But it's listen, terrible. Yeah. I when, he, when he scores his first slap, Shot ski, that's it. It's like slaffy taffy is way better, yeah. Oh, so much better. Slats, oh, slaffy taffy. But, but guys, I like to Laugh. choose my own original content, so that's well, my original thing. content is ass. Okay, well, slap shot ski, <laughs> let's go with that, and I'm, I'm cool with it. Okay, um, uh, so listen, guys, we came back first show, not too bad. Not uh, too shabby. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. so i listened i didn't back. hate it it wasn't that bad mm -hmm. you know i thought it was gonna be a lot worse mm -hmm. and you can tell that near the end uh of our run there we had a lot of uh, bad shows so it just showed you that something was going on you know and we came back after this long layoff and boom we're back Back at it like so, a crack so, so what I say is no more excuses. You know how we always uh, have excuses for the Habs? Oh, man, they had their, their uh, you know, bye week. Uh, oh, too many had, injuries. <laughs> <laughs> no more excuses. If we came back that good, anybody can do it. We ready, baby. Um, I wanted to ask you guys before we get into the show, traveling. Have you guys traveled since, you know, the pandemic and all this stuff since things have started to open up again? Vincenzo? Uh, in Ontario, like tomorrow, I'm going to London. Ooh, 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 ooh. London, but, England? Uh, no, not London, England. <laughs> London, Ontario, baby. But I'm staying at a nice hotel, so it's I won't be able to see all the riffraff, which is good. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Ontario is nice because it has London and Paris. It does. Yeah. There's New, <laughs> Hamb New Hamburg as well. Oh, uh, Gibby, have you traveled? Buddy, I visited you like freaking four okay. times. Okay, well, I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I visited you. I went to Arizona for my buddy's bachelor. Ah. Yeah, and then 
I think that's it. And then I went any, to Any, any, uh, you know, how do you feel traveling? I feel, you feel fine. S- you feel good, safe. Honestly, I'm at that point where it's like, I think we we all know what it is. We all know what uh, what entails if you do get it. Obviously, I'm gonna be a little bit. Uh, well, I'm not asking certain. about. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about that. I'm just saying, travel. How did you feel? How's I'm the, telling you? I'm telling you why I feel. Well, you like, said we all know what it is. What's it? I don't. Bro, but I traveled for work, bro. I didn't travel for pleasure. I'm gonna please you. What? Huh? Okay. Uh, Another thing I wanted to ask was was yeah. probably Vinny could answer this is the climate on Twitter. You know, H- how has it been, Vinny? You are our guy. Yeah, Why am I your... Lewis... No, because me and Lewis haven't been on. We weren't on Twitter for a little while. I was bro, so... Yeah, but bro, this is like my fourth account, okay? And I don't want followers. <laughs> Why right? do you do so, like, this? Because I hate it. The minute I go over a thousand, I fucking hate it. <laughs> that says it all. Vinny's like, dude, no, I'm is done. <laughs> Twitter's, Twitter's Twitter, man. It's, it's getting worse by the day, man. And, and Habs fans are fucking ridiculous. Like, you went from, like being obsessed with who the Habs are going to draft over first overall to now this PLD thing. There's always something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always something. It never stops. Also, well, I mean, Berge, but... like the, all those people who like death to Bergevin, right? Like all those guys, what are they doing with their lives now? I'm very curious. Yeah, they have death nobody to, to bash. No, they're bashing Hugo now. You think so? Yeah, they are. I've seen it already. Fire Hugo. I've seen it. Really? Oh my God. I've seen it, my friend. You've seen I've Fire seen... Hughes. Fire Kent Hughes. Already? My friend. My friend. He's been the GM for 14 minutes. And it doesn't, no, it does, so, so, it doesn't listen, matter. No, no. See, you have to look at, it's just like doing research in medical studies. You have to look at the majority because there's always going to be people who say shit just to get a reaction. Yeah, but the, the minority when you yeah. open up their account, they got like four followers. Yeah, but the minority has the loud, loudest voice. And they're the ones that are saying... No, the minority you. is the, the people that like, just because they know they can get to us because we read shit like that and it pisses us off. We, it, doesn't we get, to, it doesn't get to me anymore. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like people are stupid. I've, I've learned that now after what? Vinny, you have a, you've already had like 18 accounts since... Metabolism has come back. Now, that's why I feel good about it. <laughs> that's why I feel good about it. <laughs> All right. Did you ever me... try this bubbly strawberry one? It's fucking no. good. Dude, dude, do you have a sponsor without us even knowing? Because this is the second time. Bubbly. It matches my shirt. I got. I can't see it. Grab a little makeup. What is it? What's well, in it? Um, a uh, punch fruit, okay. <laughs> special punch fruit. All right, let's get into the news. <laughs> All right, boys. So we'll start here. A Wisconsin man with unusual skin suction recaptured a Guinness World Record by sticking ten cans to his shaved head. What? <laughs> 10 cans are they full or empty so they're empty cans and he he found a way to stick it to his head i'm sure if you like because the, the the is it concave yeah the concave on the bottom i'm sure if you did it properly you could do and it. obviously he's like bald and this and that 10 you is got the a record. ball head you got a ball head there's no suction cups at the end of the these cans or 
No, 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 just just regular cans. That's 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 impressive. Ten. Uh, he's got a flat head. I don't I think don't you know. guys. I, I didn't. I, I don't think you guys are impressed. No, last I, week it was I a juggler. Yeah, true. All right, next one here. Move I over. That's impressive. Yeah, but was it? No, <laughs> I like it. Move over, Joey Ch- Chestnut, an Idaho man enlisted the help of colleagues at a work conference to recapture the Guinness World Record for longest throw and catch of a hot dog into a bun. How far is it? It doesn't say. Uh, no, it doesn't say. But he, he's got the longest, so it yeah, was but pretty what is far. It? No, we need, we need to have the empirical It's like a data. shot put. It's like a shot put into... A hot dog, uh, a hot dog, like, or or maybe he threw it like a football into a bun. Did yeah, the longest th- one? Think about it. if you throw it, like if you throw it and you whip it, like it might actually break when you're trying to throw it. So that's like you got to be kind of technical about it. Yeah, and it's the longest. I mean, maybe I should p- pull up how long it was. Yeah, I don't so know how long? Yet. Because if it's five feet, I'm not impressed. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's still the Guinness World Record, though, right? Still five feet. I'm smashing it. We're doing that tomorrow. Okay, here it is. All right, I pulled it up. Let's see. 105 feet. Into a bun? Into a bun. I could smash that. That's 156 feet and two inches. Hundred and what? 56. So the record was broken twice in the meantime with the most recent title sitting at 156 feet and two inches. 156 feet. Yikes. How many? Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So no, that, was, say, that you... was the original. Sorry, guys. That was the original. This guy beat it with 167 feet and five inches. I could beat that. So it was beaten by more than 10 feet. That's 50 meters, bro. I can't think in meters. I don't know what the fuck meters is. I know. I'm well, still, think, of, I'm, think of 100 meters. That's dude, how I'm, dude, Vinny, think zone. about it. I live in the States now. Yeah. I'm over here trying to figure out all kinds of different calculations. I think in feet. Kilometers, like miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Ossifer, I was only going 80. 80 <laughs> miles. Ossifer. 167 you know? feet is 55 yards. So think of half of a football field. You could whip a hot dog that far. Yeah, but 105 you... feet is... What did you say? 167 feet. Yeah. It's 55 yards. That's what okay. it says. So it's half. Yeah, no. Half, half the football it? field. That's, I, I guess. Damn. So Buddy chucked it up like yeah, Tom who, Brady out there. Who caught it? Uh, some guy with a bun. <laughs> What's the difference with a football or anything else? Like, what? what why is it's this a, a hot dog, though? Who gives a fuck if it's a hot dog? Oh, so Vinny wants to test the hot dog. Was it deflated? What kind of hot dog? Oscar Meyer. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> fuck <laughs> this, man. This is stupid. Who does right. this shit? All right. Okay, fine. All right. Thank you. Vinny is not impressed this week. Um, let's talk about the home run derby champion, Juan Asoto. You guys uh, catch any of that? No. no, I did not. Yeah, me either. But I know that. Uh, <laughs> no, but no. What I wanted to really talk about is the, and I think we talk about this almost every year is baseball and the intrigue. Like I feel like the home run derby is such a great 
competitive sport. I feel like hockey lacks that. Like, what do you think is hockey's like um, strongest competition sport? Slap shot. But, but the thing is, there's like two guys. And it's usually the same guys every year. I mean, maybe now no Chara, no Weber. But like, I feel like that's different. I mean, I feel like there needs to be something else. It's not the same. Slap shot, there's the guys who can do it. And that's it. It's never been that competitive. You know what I mean? Bro, I'm going to agree with you because, look, the NHL All-Star game is garbage compared to MLB. 100%. There's no reason to actually do it. It's a it's a popularity contest. And, okay, it, it shows the skills of the players, but it doesn't excite me. Like It doesn't really show the skills of them. Well, some of, of them, I mean, I mean, you know, like the breakaway competition and shit like that. It's a yeah, mix. like they get creative and shit like that. It's but, like I mean... The- yeah, but like a home run derby, like you hear, you see a guy fucking knocking it out of the park 400 feet. That's fucking cool. You know, it's a good show. Like it really is. Yeah. Um, It's hard to be a repeat champion because there's a lot that goes into it. You know what I mean? It's not just like a couple slap shots. It's constantly hitting balls out of the park. So it, not only does it take strength, power, it takes you know, stamina. You saw that kind of yesterday where, um, you know, the, the young kid kind of gassed out and lost to Soto in the finals. Mm-hmm. So and my, my question to you guys is if there was one thing that you would create for the hockey players, like an all-star competition that you think would show that would be the most watched, like something that you would love to watch that people would love to watch that you think would be like, you know, very competitive, something like the Olympics. Um, maybe like a relay type thing for ah, skating. He hit it the nail on the head. Probably a relay. I'd also think it would be fun to do like a like a saucer pass mm. uh, accuracy, like from That's the back good. of the net to the other side of the. I think that would be pretty fun. Yeah. Two line pass. Two line pass. <laughs> yeah, the two line pass. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's those are probably the two that I, like I think that. of off the top of the head. Vinny, you got something? I agree with him, like hundred percent. Those are the two I take. I have a so name. so right away. I thought about the relay, and I said every team picked their four fastest players. Yeah, and it is a relay competition. Every team's involved. I got another idea. Okay. The final guy should be the goalie. Oh. Like. No, but 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 I, I think it should be structured like a real relay team where you choose your fastest to your slowest or to, you know. Top your, four fastest. Your four fastest people. And you structure it in a way where it's a relay race. Like how amazing would that be? Every team competes too. So it's not just all-stars. It's every team. So the four yeah. f- fastest guys show up that weekend how amazing would that be because look at like in the olympics for example like the sprinting or the relay like those are like probably the most popular sports mm-hmm. right so yeah. you know on skates a relay is probably you know a little bit longer than a hundred meter race pretty much right mm-hmm. so why not do that i feel like that would be amazing and that would bring so much more attention to the NHL All-Star game, which has just been so lackluster. Yeah. But the NHL All-Star game has to have something on the line. And it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you look at it, is it yeah. MLB? I think 
even um, no, the home, right? Home, I think. Home. Right? Yeah, home. MLB, whoever wins, like if the national team wins for the World Series, then it'll be in, on the national team's, uh, like they'll get home, home yeah. field advantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think, it. You, I don't know about the NFL anymore. I don't think the NFL does that anymore. No, I don't. Uh-uh. I haven't watched an NFL All-Star, I think, ever. No, I've never watched. I, I rarely watch the NFL All Star. Because the the there is no All Star game. It's I mean I mean Pro Bowl is like it's the, the Pro Bowl, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like before the it's before the Super Bowl. So it's like who gives a shit? Yeah, and it's none of the shit. none of the players in the Super Bowl, anyways, because yeah. they're all playing next the week after. But yeah, I feel like you know I think we 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 speak about it every year, and it's like, dude, do something. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like they have the opportunity with the talent they have to create a show and well, for, nobody's doing it. First of all, Lewis, let me, let me tell you something. I don't like the fact that the fans choose the players. I don't like it, man. I'm telling you, I'm old enough to remember when the all-star game was chosen, like by the best, best players of each team were on the all-star team and it meant something, Right. So when Patty Raw was on the all, I remember the All Star game with was it him? So, and but then daughter? who will choose it? Because because there's always yeah, complaints. It, go, it goes with with points, man. Points and games played. Yeah, but how do you do the but goalie? who chooses the yeah. goalie? I don't know what the fuck the NHL executives. I don't know. I could go. But there you go. Them. Somebody has to choose it, and then there. And then that there's always going to be pushback. Yeah. Listen, man. It I don't want to have. Chooses, I don't want to have. Always going to be something. I don't want to have a fucking All Star game with six Maple Leafs on it. Okay, I'm done with that shit, man. All right, give me fucking players that deserve to be there. All right, Bunting is All not right, so. Then, so then, how do you feel about <laughs> there has to be a representation from every team? How do you feel about that? There I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Fuck it. If you suck, you suck. Stay <laughs> you home. Don't make it right. That's it. I mean, there's so much. I mean, All Star games in general. There, there's probably a long talk that could be had about All Star games in general and about why. Does it exist? What are you trying to achieve? You're trying to sell your game. Which, so, but they're not though. Nobody watches get it. Your best it's players. so trash. It's terrible. Get your best players on the team. Get the best players on there and people are going to watch it, man. Yeah. Anyway, for another day, guys, let's get into Matthew Kachuk and the Calgary Flames. What the hell is going on in Calgary? Gibby? Fire sale. <laughs> The flames. Yeah, fire sale. The flames are having a fire sale. <laughs> where's the, the folly yeah. going? Where's the folly going? Uh, Nowhere. Oh, He's shit. putting out the fire. <laughs> What's his... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's just going to be a little bit of a fire sale. That's all. A little bit? Rebuild. Rebuild season, baby. Maybe they're failing for Bedard. Dude. It's, it's taken a crazy turn. Um... Allegedly, now Kachuk um, is on the market. Mm-hmm. Damn! Did you see this coming? Let me ask you that. No. Um, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. I, I just because they uh, how did they do last year? They just um, did they miss playoffs? I'm confused. Couple years ago, they were in the playoffs. Like they had, they had a good team. Well, I mean, they were on pace to to make a, a few runs. Last you know? year, they could have made a run. No, there, yeah, there's I a mean, couple times where they could have made a run, and it's just like it seems like something went sour in Calgary. You know, I mean, it's tough. 
because like I know last year, like this past season, they they lost to Edmonton. I think they only won one game or two games. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I just it was it was a pretty uh, big, you know, and it was not like close. Yeah, I just think uh, they're gonna try and rebuild. Let me ask you a question, guys. How many Habs fans today were dreaming of trades with Calgary? Because I wasn't on Twitter today, so it must have been. The problem is, is, is we can dream all we want. Because every time, I'll I'll be honest with you, my Habs fan brain always, as soon as something happens, I, I go through that process of, oh, what if? But then I'm like, no, it's not gonna happen because it can't happen. And it shouldn't happen. That's tough. I'll be honest with you. It is tough. Because I always was the kind of fan that was like, I want to add skill. I want to add players. We Like, that's such um, – that that adds so much excitement to the offseason. It adds so much excitement to being a, a fan. And the Habs have always been those type of – that type of team, sorry, where they were always the team that maybe they're going to do it. I think we're at the point where, guys, it's not going to happen, and we need to accept that it's not going to happen because we need to suck at least for another year. I don't um, agree with that. I don't agree with that. So let's see. What is what is Kachuk making? He's making – he's an RFA, actually. Yeah, that's um, – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Like, let me see their roster. Like – they got uh, they got eighteen of twenty three people, so they got to sign some players. You got guys like Milan Lucic on the team, like that's a shitty contract. You got Blake Coleman for one, two, three, four, five more years. Toffoli for two more years. Yikes! I think they're not they're not a bad team. It's just bro, bro when they lost Goudreau, I think it was like the beginning of something. Right. Well, something's got to be going on in the back because, like, if Goudreau didn't even want to entertain at all, like Goudreau said, now nah, I'm done. Like, he's cutting ties. I don't know. And then yeah. now it's Kachuk. There was rumors um, Kachuk was going to get traded, though, anyway. Like, there was, there's been trade rumors for a little bit. Do you have, do you have the tweet from the actual Flames uh, Twitter? Saying what? So the Flames have filed for club-elected salary arbitration with Matthew Kachuk. This provides us with the opportunity to continue to work with his representatives towards a contractual resolution while yeah. removing the possibility of an offer sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so the arbitration, which is their okay. right. Okay, they so the they're not the first play, per, like first team to bring their player to arbitration. No, but right. I mean, there's rumors now that um, he wants to be traded and they want to trade him. That's the rumors, right? Well, Cole Trickle at Albertan underscore 1905 says no one wants to live in COVID Canada. I don't blame them for leaving. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry. Maybe maybe that's a factor. I mean, could be. Do you think, yeah, maybe the the lockdown and I'll be honest with you. Look at Jeff Petrie, guys like Jeff Petrie, uh, Johnny Goudreau. Um, guys who had family in the U.S. I mean, Canada was locked down for a long time, time, and people in the U.S. kind of were living their lives 
and fighting the pandemic just like Canada was. Maybe that is a factor. I don't know. Could be. I don't want to bring it into politics, but yeah, maybe some guys are just fed up and they're like, fuck this. I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know, and I don't blame them. And and also you look at the future of, of teams and, you know, Calgary, I think had a couple chances and it doesn't look like things are on the up there. So I don't, you know, blame them. Yeah. Moving on to the Habs, uh, Montreal Canadiens re-signed a restricted free agent goaltender, Samuel Montembeau. Two-year, one-way contract. The deal is worth $1 million. Gibby. It's worth $1 million or it's $2 million in his AAVs? $1 million a year. Yeah, that's good. $1 million per season. little insurance in case price uh, can't come back. That's about it. That's about the only reasoning that you're, you're signing him. Montembeau, his play, what do you think? Like, I mean, he started shit, obviously. He's the perfect goalie in a, in a rebuild. <laughs> sometimes it may be shit. Sometimes it may be a good. <laughs> Dude, why didn't you tell me I would have pulled up that soundbite? I did. I just thought of it, man. Like. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Vincenzo, what do you think? So, first of all, I don't agree the Habs are going to be in a rebuild. They're in what? a retool. They're in no. a retool. Oh, retool. don't do this. All right. So, first of all, that's it. Second, I'm happy for Sammy because look, he's, a, he's a good guy. Right. So, you know him personally? Yes, I do. I had cocktails with him and he's a, he's a nice person. Actually? No, no, I didn't. Obviously not. Uh, I, I just think, you know, it's nice to see someone move up and get a one-way contract. That's fucking cool, man. Like, that's something I'm never going to be able to do. Good for him. Um, I don't know. I, I will, we'll see. I wasn't impressed too much with his game last year. But, I mean, I wasn't impressed with a lot of the Habs last year. So, we'll see what he does on a, on a team that's a little bit, I think, is going to be a little bit better. And we're, we're not. It will be, end. yes, yes. Look, we we're not at the end of the off season, okay? A lot of shit could happen, and then your rebuild, you can you can say goodbye to Connor because we're going to be like fucking back in the playoffs again. You and know, Montembeau is almost like Jocelyn Thibault. Jocelyn Thibault, kind of right? No, come Jocelyn. on, Jocelyn. Do you think that come him on. being French has anything to do? No, with him being signed. No, no, no. Just asking. All. I'm not. <laughs> No. no, no, I don't think no. so at all. Not with Hugo. No, I, I think the kid, I think he, he earned it. He did. He's, and not, he's not terrible. He was an RFA. And, but that kind of shows hurt. us, that shows us that they don't have much confidence in, in Primo. No, I think Primo's just not ready yet. Primo needs to get a lot more reps than yeah. he would in the NHL. Primo needs to be a starting goalie. He's not going to be a starting goalie in the NHL right now. You got Jake Allen being the starting goalie if Price can't go, right? So Price will go. Yeah. Well, we'll see, right? I'm telling you. Wow! Ah, 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 ah. What the <laughs> hell was that? It cuts Price, you guys off. Let's Price get into the <laughs> let's get into the topics, boys. Um we gotta start here, man. Uh my name is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Petrie. Goodbye, Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. 
he That's deserves he deserves to <laughs> our boy jeff no longer a hab um thoughts on the trade uh do you have the trade lewis the full trade me do you have the full trade or no no Okay, I'll you, I thought you were that I'll, guy. I'll pull it up for you if you want. No, or stats it, right? guy. I thought I thought Gibby was stats guy. What happened? Uh, I got it. Um, it's not so, it's not that <laughs> intricate. I mean, <laughs> no, but I just don't remember uh, the pick. So it's Jeff Petrie and Ryan Paling to Pittsburgh for Mike Matheson and twenty twenty and a twenty twenty three fourth round pick. So yeah, that's the trade. Yep. What'd you guys think? <laughs> so you just reversed it on me. Okay. You want me to start? No problem. Whatever you guys want. All right. <clears throat> Initial thoughts. I'm like, wow. Expected way more. You know? Okay. Can I? Can I? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Okay. Expect. Initial so I'm thoughts. Allowed, I'm not allowed cutting off Lewis. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Initial Jesus. thoughts. I expected way more. Right? Sat on it. Matheson is really good. All right. Hometown guy. I like him a lot. I think one for one is not a bad trade. You're getting a younger, um, probably a guy with more upside within mm -hmm. Matheson, bigger, stronger. Um, Younger. Jeff Petrie's 35 years old, bro. Like, he, he, what else does he have to give? Okay, that's that. Um, paling, though, you know, obviously that's what sweetened the deal for Pittsburgh because, you know, a younger center hasn't really had the, the opportunity to show his true skill. I think that that's where Pittsburgh got what they wanted. Right, because if it, it was a one for one, they'd be like, "This is stupid," because Th I'm giving you, you know, the younger probably potential to be better player. Mm -hmm. But they wanted a guy in return, and and the thing is with Paling is, listen, he he just was not proving himself. He got pushed down the the depth chart, and it is what it is you know I, I think that it's a fair trade do i think it's great do i think we could have got more probably but no i think that matheson for them was the reason why they pulled the trigger on this trade because they feel like this is a guy who can be a hab for a while you know hometown guy good player fits probably the mold of the new management can i can i start gibby roman yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so you got PLD, right? That people are saying, well, you know, we're there. People are expecting that we're going to get, uh, they're going to get uh, Suzuki and Caulfield for him. The guy wants to leave, right? He wants to leave. There's no leverage and all that shit. Everybody knew that Petri was going to get, or Petri was going to get traded. I always call him Petri. Okay. Petri dish. Everyone knew that Petri was going to get traded. Everybody knew it. My mother knew it. My grandmother, my grandfather knew it, and they've both been dead for a very long time. Okay, so they knew this was going to happen. Um, we're lucky we got Matheson. To be honest, I thought I think that's that's a pretty good deal. He's a good player. Paling, he, he hasn't been. 
He hasn't been great, man. He's been given opportunities. He hasn't really shown much. So, like, at the end of the day, give him an opportunity in Pittsburgh. He might do well, and I hope he does well there. But Petrie, look, man, it's like, look, we got the best we could. And I think Matheson is a good player. I think he'll be very good, especially in his hometown. Agreed. That's my that's my opinion. Gibchenzo. Giberson. Um, Gibus. Okay. Gibro, listen. <laughs> so <clears throat> Jeff Petrie's 34. He's, he's 34. He if just, he can't leap years, probably 37, but yeah, it's, fine. it's okay. Um <laughs> He's 34, just signed a brand new contract. We saw him last year. He had a really rough year. Um, I personally think, and I've said this many times, Jeff Petrie is not a top D-pairing guy at all. I think he succeeded in Montreal because of the fact that Weber was ahead of him. He was playing... Not, I wouldn't say easier minutes than Weber. I would say he was wasn't playing, he wasn't matched up against the top guys like Weber would be. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good uh, offensive player, offensive D man. I think he moved the puck well. He was a good player, all around good player. But again, he's thirty four. We saw him. I I'd argue that he's declining, even though that the Habs looked like shit last year. Um, I still think he was declining. Yes, he looked a little bit better under Martin St. Louis. I mean, at the end of the day, I think everybody looked a little bit better under Martin St. Louis because uh, your boy was a bit of a fucking shit show as a coach. Um, But for me, yeah, sure, I would have liked a little bit more, but fuck. I mean, everybody wants a little bit more. At the end of the day, what we did was we traded a aging D-man for a younger, lesser cap hit, so I think it's a I think it's a it's a fair trade. The only thing that's my biggest issue is it, it was the the biggest issue and that we can touch on for a little bit if you guys really want to is the fact that we can't develop our first round picks for we haven't been able to develop our first round picks for a very long time into players that they should be. Ryan Paling, like hold on, let me pull him up. Ryan yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to get into is you know uh, Ryan Paling's fall from grace. Yeah. You know, and let's talk about development. Yeah, like Ryan Palin, he's still young. First of all, he's twenty three. Okay, still twenty three. He's he's six. He's six foot. He's six one. Um, about two hundred pounds. Ow. Like he's he's built well, and he's a center. And like I mean, at the end of the day, he he wasn't given a fair shot. I I don't think he was given a fair shot. And this this can go back to development. This can go back to constantly having the same fucking stupid minded coaching that we've had over the over the tenure of Bergevin. Um, and before. And before, exactly. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Ryan Paling is a good player. Like, I've seen him. He has the capability. Like, even in, in Laval last year, he had six points in seven seven games for Laval. Um, he does well in Laval. Every time he goes there, he looks good. And then when he comes to the NHL, they place him on the fourth line and doesn't really do much. There's only so much you can do on the fourth line. Like, they're short shifts. You you don't get that many minutes. And you're playing against bumping and grinding guys, right? So, for me, it's it's a development coaching issue that they've had over the past few years. So, hopefully, moving forward with yeah. the younger guys like Caulfield, like Suzuki, we can develop those guys into play, better players. And I think uh, Gibby kind of feels the way I do 
in the sense that, you know, the Petri for Matheson is not the problem here. It's giving up paling, I think, is the problem. For a team that, you know, has been drafting and trying to develop centers, um, that is the issue. Because if it was, let me ask you, if it was just Petrie for Matheson straight up, how would you feel? I don't think Pittsburgh makes the deal. No, but they remember don't. also, of course they don't, also, but how would you feel though? You think it's a good deal, right? Yeah, but yeah, I think it's a good deal. I, and don't get me wrong. I do think, I don't, I don't think it's a bad deal with Paling. I just, I think it sucks to see Paling go yes. because I just feel like he wasn't given a fair shake. But at the end of the day, yes. at the end of Thank the you. day, we have, he is expendable at this point because of everyone we've developed and we have so what so you're many, trying to say is so okay, many but, centers i think ryan hold on, hold on. i think ryan I think when he Doc, when he got hold on, hold he, on on this trade though what gibby's really trying to say right he kent hughes he says this all right here's george i'm very glad you won that fight matt but uh i'm not impressed by your performance <laughs> so he's not impressed by uh, no, 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 no. by kent hughes performance on that trade Vinny, no, what were you gonna say no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once they got Kirby Doc, you know someone was out, right? So yeah, you are right. You are right. Yeah, and I, I think I think Doc is look from. I've done my research since the last uh, since oh. the last, and you know the the kid has a, has big upside. So I I don't I don't know if it's if it's that bad that we replace Doc with uh, with Paling, or sorry, Paling with Doc. Well, sorry. no, but. Gibby wanted to talk about, and I think this is a great conversation. Let's look at our first round draft picks over the years, Gibby. Let's oh, just right, go yeah. through this. So and, I, you know, I, development I definitely up. has been an issue. And I feel like we've given up um, early on a lot of uh, first round picks or development. So, so let's talk about that first. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up a couple, like over the last, uh, I'd say 10 years, 10 years or so. Um, like in 2009, we drafted Louis LeBlanc. Okay. Louis was, fucking LeBlanc. That was the best man. The best. Oh, so, oh. and I'm also, I'm also going to pull up players, uh, but, but facts on that draft in Montreal. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Who cares, shit. man? They gave him to what the there's a reason. Wanted. And that was old management in Montreal. They drafted the French player, bro. Thank yeah. God they didn't draft, they didn't draft Joe Valeno. Remember that? Yeah. Another bro from Montreal, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I'm so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna show how we didn't develop the player, and I'm also gonna show how our drafting over the years has been suspect. Like you look Louis LeBlanc right after I'm gonna just name like two or three players right at like after him that mm -hmm. have become players in the NHL, everyday players. So Chris Kreider was right after him, but fuck Chris Kreider because Carry Price, uh, and then you got Paul Mary as well. Paul and Mary, then, yeah, yeah, you know Kyle, Paul Kyle, Paul Mary. Kyle Paul Mary was drafted yeah. after twenty <laughs> sixth overall, and even a guy like Ryan Ryan O'Reilly was drafted. Yeah, Vin, Vinny thought you said Paul Mary. I was going to say Peter <laughs> Paul and Mary. Kyle That's Paul Mary. Yes, thank you. Say it properly. Paul Mary. Paul Mary. Paul Mary. You said Paul Mary. Yes, yeah. he did. They're they're real married. They're married. Like they're <laughs> you don't know Paul and Mary? They're a great couple. Yeah, I'm with you, Vinny. You're Paul like you're like Mary. Hey, Vinny's Paul Italian. Mary. He's like, bro, where? Get God, so pronounce your cell. Pronounce your bro. 
Okay. And then uh, Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly was drafted in the second round. So those are three players that went after him. And, uh, and Louis LeBlanc did not have a good year, a good career. Get wait a minute. Wait, Ryan O'Reilly was the same year? Yeah. Second, second round? Second round, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, next up, we got Jared Tenorti. And I guess she knew was Jared Tenorti. Do you guys remember Jared Tenorti? The, yeah. He was the six foot seven. Everybody thought he was this big. He was the next big thing. We were big guy. Up. Zdeno Chara. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he never ended up panning out. Again, he – I wouldn't say he was given the best opportunity, but he wasn't given no opportunity. Like, he, he was given some opportunity. Um, but we got right after him, we got Kevin Hayes, we got Kuznetsov, Charlie Coyle, Brock Nelson. Like there's a bunch of players that went Justin Folk. Like there's, there's some good players that went after him. Yeah. Um, and then in 2011, another D man, we drafted Nathan Beaulieu. Mm, Another guy, another guy that we all thought was going to be good. Who's a puck moving D. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a pop movie D, and he he was all right. Um, this draft was kind of weaker after him. We got uh, Connor Murphy, Oscar Clefbaum, uh, Philip Deno, but we had him, so whatever. <laughs> uh, Rickard Raquel, he was all right, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Like in terms of Brendan Sod went as well. That's a oh, good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Boone Jenner, not a not a bad player as well. But yeah, like again, it goes to show like we drafted these players, they didn't develop, and there was also players that were better than him. Keep going though, because okay. I want to I want to talk about this. Okay, Go. you guys ready for 2012? 2012. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the year of Alex Galchenyuk. Oh, oh geez. Um, so yeah, we drafted third overall. So and and the top the top three were a shit show. Well, Ryan Murray's got injuries. And Neil Yakupov is out to lunch, gone. So yeah, after remember him, fail we, fail for Neil. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After yeah, him, yeah. we got we got Philip Forsberg. We got Tom Wilson, Tuvo Teravainen. Tom Wilson's good. I take I liked, him. I like Tom Wilson. Mike Matheson went twenty uh, third overall this yeah. year. First round pick, baby. Let's go. Um, Stefan Matteau. <laughs> hey, my boy. Um, this was definitely a weaker draft. Matt Dumba. So yeah, there was that. There's Alex. Dumba's ba- we all know Dumba's, Dumba's not he's good. bad. No, Dumba's yeah. good. He's okay. Go um yeah, so we, we all know Alex Galchenyuk is Alex Galchenyuk. Never panned out drugs. But and... we're we're gonna talk about everything. Just just yeah. Um Michael McCarron. Another we, we thought it was gonna be the next Rick Nash, big body with some speed. And he never speed. Out. No, no speed. Well, not speed. He was the sorry, Size. the power forward that we wanted. Mm. So yeah, after him, it was uh, Ryan Hartman, Jason Dickinson, Shea Theodore. Pretty good players. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's pretty much it that I see in the first two rounds. Arturi Lekkinen was drafted that year, so good on us. <laughs> uh, we had a win. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> but we always hey, but do. it shows you that you get something round. i mean everybody gets something but continue and then nikita sherbeck we thought another kid that was going to be a, a goal scorer 
And honestly, I loved I loved him at the draft. I thought it was I thought it was his mentality was good. Didn't we all? This one this one <laughs> this year was not good. Like after him, so we'll give him that. Like Josh Hosang was after him. Your favorite guy, uh, yes, yeah. rookie of the year next year, hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent. Like on, honestly, like the only like big name that I like is Brendan Lemieux. <laughs> Here we go again. I'm just Brendan saying. I'm you. saying you names. That, you. Uh, that's dude. Honestly, in the second round, that's pretty much Christian Dvorak was drafted that year. Hey, in the second round, bro, you're naming that, a lot of Habs that just ended up on the team without drafting. So pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, 26th overall, or sorry, 2015. Noah Jolson. We drafted Noah Jolson, Ooh. a D-man, right, right D. Listen, you got poked I'll in give the him, eye. I'll give him benefit Arr, of the doubt. His turned into a pirate. His, his eye injury. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah, so you can't really predict that. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Beauvillier went after him. Nick Merkley went oh. after him. Christian Who? Fisher, Nick Merkley. Beauvillier. What? Who? What? Who? He's good. Oh, Nick Merkley. Yeah. Beauvillier? Yeah, he's good. He's pretty good. Yeah, Sebastian Ajo went in the second round. Mm. I can't. That is crazy. Yeah. Rupe that is Hint. absolute crazy. Rupe Hints, um, Vince Dunn. Like, this one was a good couple, year. Yeah, a couple good ones. Okay. But again, Noel Jolson, I liked him. I thought he was good. but he just yeah, got poked in the eye. Poked in the eye. Just got all, the eye. It's all fun in games as though someone gets poked in the eye. Yeah. yeah. Mikhail Sergachev mm. traded him away for Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, don't say uh, We don't need Jonathan to be reminded. Drouin. So, I mean. Bro, how many good defensemen did we trade, though? Seriously, think about it. Yeah, this Mikhail is Sergachev for Jonathan Drouin. Um, so yeah, that's not really. I guess we'll say after him was Charlie McAvoy, Chichurin, but we never really developed him, so it doesn't really count. Can I um, ask you something though? No. What? Uh, do we lose the Shea Weber trade now? No. Since uh, Shea Weber's done and PK Subban is a free agent. PK Subban hasn't signed anywhere. <laughs> PK Subban's also like five. Maybe maybe PK listens to the podcast and he that's why he. He threw shade at me in Arizona. Maybe, maybe you you never gave him hate maybe. before. No, I I just I I thought he was a prima donna always, and I thought he fell off pretty hard after uh, Nashville. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, uh, twenty seventeen, we got uh, Ryan Paling, the year of Ryan Paling. So after him was it was late. It was a late. It was twenty fifth overall. After him was Tolvainen. Um, there's nobody really major in, and again, I'm looking at the top two rounds, right? So Maxime Comtois is like the only one that really stands out to me outside of, oh, Jason Robertson's good as well from Dallas. And that's about it from what I see. That's it. So, yeah, 2018, I think we're going to end off on 2018 because 2019, 2020, we have our yeah, two yeah, picks. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously, they're still fresh. So, 2018 was Jesperi <laughs> Kotkaniemi. We let them – we let the the, the uh, offer sheet happen to Jesperi. Could have drafted Brady Not Kachuk. we. Don't say we. Sorry, the Habs. No, no. To- Don't say the Habs. Okay, whatever, man. <laughs> Mark Bergevin. Mark Bergevin. So, yeah. Okay, anyways, thank you. 
So after Kotkaniemi was Kachuk, obviously. Barrett Hayden, who is a good center as well. Um, Joel Farabee. Not much uh, yet. Yeah. Who else is there? Rasmus Sandin. Oh, he was supposed but to be Kachuk. Like- Kachuk is the guy. He was he should have won first guy, overall. Best player in the in the in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, 100% he stood out. The muscle um, club did not see that. No. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. Or so yeah, like club, that's that's So that's like So I'll list off I'll list off our players again. So we got Louis LeBlanc, Jared Tenorti, Nathan Bouldier, Alex Galchenyuk, Michael McCarron, Nikita Sherback, Noah Jolson. Like those guys all gone. Okay, and then you got Mikhail Sergachev, Ryan Paling, and Kotkaniemi all to Gone. offer sheet or whatever. But, gotta give the Leafs credit, man. They rebuilt Galchenyuk. <laughs> Is Galchenyuk even signed? Nope. He's a free agent again. He's not going anywhere, bro. He's fucking whatever. He's a drug addict. Anyways, um, <laughs> you guys are terrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think the, the the point of everything is. <sighs> drafting, developing. I'm going to go with coaching more as well. Like, I'm going to go. No, with don't say coaching. Uh, no, I'm I'm, go with, no I'm, I think that Trevor Timmons was shit. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's safe to say now, Trevor Timmons was shit. At drafting? Yes. I don't think he was bad at drafting. Yes, he was. No, I, I think, think he was shit at drafting and... Don't blame it all on development. Don't, please, no, I'm don't. I'm you also, I'm, but I'm also um, gonna blame for it on certain the fact players. That. Yes, but I think Trevor Timmons sucked. I really do. I wouldn't say he sucked, but anyways, because look at you're looking at, like, remember, Arturi Lekkinen was drafted. Carey um, Price. No, Carey Price is. That was Trevor Timmons. Was it? Yeah. When did, when did Trevor Tim, Timmons come? I don't know, but I know I remember seeing him on stage. Okay, well, whatever. I'm talking like your first round, he did ass, but he was good at finding the diamonds in the rough. You look at Romanov, you look at um guy out here. who's gone. Lekkinen. Yeah. But, Another guy who's gone. Okay, but I'm saying, but you look at how the, are they about, diamonds if they're gone? Well, they're gone because that's the way of the NHL. They move on from no. Team what, to team. what it shows you is that this new regime wants nothing to do with the the last regime. Get this well, out of here. They Let's haven't really. Go. They haven't traded. The new regime hasn't really traded anybody except for Paling. Well, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> and Lekkinen was a was an RFA, and he had high value. You trade your high value to get good assets back. So. Again, I'm not going to say Trevor Timmons was bad, but I'm not going to say he was the best. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of teams that, that gave up on those players too, right? It's not just the yeah. abs. Yeah, so exactly. Let's, let's but again, honest. like I think it's 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 True. honestly, I'm yeah. going to, I think it's it's more so the development and the coaching. Like the coaching, the coaching style of play the fucking veteran guys, don't give the young kids that much opportunity and kind of like, like you see it and you see it now. Like you see, the new coaching style. You see a guy yeah. like Cole Caulfield's given that opportunity no, and he's Saint gonna Louis grow. Had, yes, yes. He's gonna grow as a player. You allow those kids to work. We've said it so many times. You allow those kids to work through their mistakes, work through their shit, and develop and continue to develop. Let's, let's be honest, Gibby. How many mistakes did Cole make at the end of the year when he was playing more? 
I, I could count them on my hand. I don't even remember them. To yeah, defensive. There's probably the guy, been, there was probably yeah. defensive lapses, but like again, those but that's are not things... his role though. His role is to shoot the puck and score. No, but at the end, no, of, no, but, the, end but, of the day, he should be doing that. Saint Louis put him in the best position to succeed. He, did. but that's he what did. you need to do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's, that's why I, I'm confident in the coaching staff. Um, but yeah. let's just shift to Slavkovsky or Slavshotsky. <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> uh, Slavshotsky. Slavskovsky, um, how should that Habs handle him? Like, um, I mean, obviously, we talk about all these players who were rushed and this, that, the other. We all have different opinions on what fucked it up. Mm. But, but Slavskovsky, how should we treat this guy? Put him in the NHL and give him good minutes. That's how he's going to do. He's going to do well that way. Give him good but, minutes. But Make you probably play. said that about uh, Galchenyuk and others, though, right? I've said it about every freaking player that we <laughs> drafted. But you know what? There's truth to that. I Look, we saw it with Cole, right? It's a small sample size. But with Cole, the minute you gave him minutes that mattered, he actually showed that he can do it. You can just, I think you can destroy a player, honestly, between the ages of 18 and 22. Like, that's where their confidence, for me anyways, that's where it's built. So you could either destroy it or, or build it. And how many players did we destroy in that time frame, in that age right. group? Right. Well, that goes to Gibby's point where he says, you know, coaching is probably what caused most of our issues. So Gibby, Slapshotsky is on our team. How do you handle him? Um, I mean, he's got to play top six. Top and six, not third hold line. On, hold on, hold on. If, if he's not going to play top six... In the NHL, I think you play him in the top six in the AHL. That's how I look at it. Um, I mean, he's already he's already a big boy. He's not. It's so that the the growing thing isn't an issue for me. So I'm. I think, and he's been playing in a men's league mm -hmm. already. So he's already playing with men. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm okay with him playing in the NHL. I'm okay with him playing um, in the AHL. I think. You just you're gonna try and give him the best opportunity to succeed and develop a little bit more. So whether it be in the AHL or in the NHL, you do it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's gonna be the NHL just because. But is that an answer? Build. Give us an answer. No, what but I I'm, I just gave you an answer. Give in you the an top answer. six. No, but I'm saying it's top six. But you're saying so. So you though, you're the coach right now. Yeah, I'm playing him in the top in six. In the NHL, I'm giving him what's what's the. Uh, What's the 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 number you can use, like the minimum? Oh, games. okay, okay, okay. I got you. You give him the minimum games, and if he doesn't, mm. <clears throat> if he doesn't do, if he if he needs a little bit of retooling, you send him to the AHL. Okay, okay. Oh, but fair. the thing that's nice with wingers though is that they don't develop as slow as centermen do. So you're gonna see right away, like you're gonna see in a, in a very short time period how good this guy can be in the NHL. Yeah, right. I think, I think he'll do well. I agree. Gibby and I should be coaching. Yeah. I'll be your assistant. What about uh, the prostate with a goatee? What does he think? Why did you have to bring him up? I was having such Sorry, a Sorry, because, you know, I listened to a podcast today with Tony Marinero and yeah. Grant McCagg. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, Grant McCagg's riding a high, and he, he thinks that he should be on the top line. McCagg. It's Suzuki and Caulfield. I, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I, don't mention the prostate, okay? Like, honestly... <laughs> 
let the prostate in, he needs to be less swollen i think you know we need to give him some medication just to, to bring down the swelling a little bit because his head is as big as a fucking as my door over there man all right like Vinny, no, you're gonna like this no what P pld well can i finish my thought on on on, on mccagna because you fucking triggered me <laughs> all right the guy look he was not wrong He's just arrogant, and it pisses me <laughs> off. And the other fucking marinara, why are you giving him fucking time on, on your radio for? He's just, it's making me angry, man. It's making me angry. Marinaro's done on the radio, though. Yeah, he doesn't, he's not even uh, on Whatever, his podcast, fuck. You know what I'm talking about. It's all <laughs> so the what's same it called shit. again? I'm sick podcast or whatever? I don't know. Not Let's like eat meatballs podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What the fuck. Sick podcast or whatever. Meatballs are great podcast. Hey, PLD. Uh-huh. Agent comes out, says he wants to come to the Habs. Of course, all of us as fans tried to entertain this idea. How could we make it work? Guys, let's be real. Can this happen? Yeah, yes. it can happen. Of course, anything can happen. In the wise words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course it can happen. End of the day, what the fuck's it going to cost? Right? He's an RFA. Take advantage of that. If he, if he's an RFA, the value drops a little bit. I'm not willing to risk Suzuki or Caulfield. That's my opinion. That's I'm not, not going to happen. I'm not giving up one of the two. Either bro, or, the, not no no fucking shot. Even Slavkovsky's not going. Bro, I'll give, listen, up, I'll give up a guy like Mayu no or whatever. Bro, they're smoking mm, seriously in mm. fucking Winnipeg. If no, they think that's... Yeah, Mayu, I'll give him up. Look, they're smoking serious weed in Winnipeg if they think that's what they're going to get. And a, a, what, a first-round player unprotected? Is that what they said too? Like, are you guys insane? Yeah, it's not happening. What do you Come like? What would, you, what would you guys give up, honestly? Bro, he, like, a bag of pucks, bro. He wants to leave. He has no no, leverage. No, 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 no. But like, what would you think the value is to acquire? Uh, roster player, first-round pick, depth player. Jonathan Drouin. Really? A depth player? Depth player. No prospect? First round pick. Yeah, and a prospect. I said prospect. You said depth player. No, I said prospect, first round pick. Oh, so four pieces. Three. No, I said three. Prospect, first round pick, depth player. Three. You said roster player as well. Depth. Okay. Roster. John okay. Drouin. So, okay. so, so a good prospect. Okay. First round pick, depth. Okay. So what would your what would your like deal be? This is tough. I know it's tough, but like let's just like so you're saying let's put you together give somebody good. let's put let's put together a pack a package together. So first round draft pick. First of all, I'm giving up I'm gonna try and push for Panthers pick and I'll throw in a second there or a third. That's what I'm doing. I'm not giving right. up my first round pick. That's just me. Um I mean, I don't know. Player, player wise, you know, I'll be honest. Josh with you. Anderson, one you or Josh Anderson, hundred percent. Okay, but Josh that Anderson. would be the roster player. So, so now your prospect becomes less. So, who, who's the lesser prospect? There's not a lot. You got Caulfield. You got Suzuki. Right? It's like, well, you'd probably maybe have to give up a D prospect. Maybe it'd be a guy like Norlander. Just no, I think Mayu. Mayu, I think is Yolanen. But Mayu is a is a question mark prospect so like you see what norlander <clears throat> norlander has done so far and you see that there's promise you think may use a question mark it's he's a question mark just because he hasn't played 
professional hockey yet. Hmm. That's, I think, why nobody – and plus with his history, might be I th- tough. I think that he's a guy that people want. But people also passed up on him. But I'll be honest with you. I think Winnipeg wants one or the other, Co- uh, Caulfield or Suzuki. They're and, crazy. It's not going to happen. I mean, so they're, they're not crazy. They, they no, they're crazy. It, right? they're, they're idiots. No, and that's they're, why they're it's not – and that's why – I don't think the trade's going to happen. You know? I think it's going to be Suzuki if, like, I think who they're trying to get would be Suzuki simply because he's the center and Dubois is a center. Which is stupid. Why would we give up our young, up and coming, yeah, to a guy who's kind of at a standstill? And why would like, you? Why would you subject Suzuki to Winnipeg? Poor guy. Like he hasn't had enough to deal with in his life. Very yeah. true. All right. Like he. Like like, I, I said it before. I think PL. I think PLD is. He's good, but I don't think he's as valuable as he is made out to believe. I mean, at the end of the day, he is twenty four. He's fucking young. So he's only twenty four. Yeah. He's it's just hey, It's not. It's just not meant to be, guys. I think you make the deal if the value is there. If it like if if you're not giving yeah, up, it has to be a highway robbery. If no, not a highway <laughs> robbery. I don't think so. Like let's say like it would be Norlander a first, a second, and Anderson. I'd do it. Ah, for sure. That's not a highway robbery. They're not going to. No. Winnipeg's getting quality players back. Winnipeg's getting quality value back. We'll Look, give them Hoffman, Anderson, Gallagher. This isn't fucking NHL uh, 42, <laughs> eh? Take all the players. contracts. No, but and it also depends what he wants to sign for. He's a fucking RFA. Let's remember that. He's yeah, but what he's an RFA, but in two years he's a UFA, right? Um, it depends on the contract he signs. Like, let's yeah, say he doesn't. He's yeah. technically eligible to become a, a UFA. Yeah, after his after next, yeah. his next. So they contract. they risk they risk losing him for any for for nothing. Well, it depends. Depends he on could, what he could just. What are they? Out. What are they? Yeah, he has to sign a contract. He can't. That's play right why. Now. Vinny said it. I say, you know what? Screw it. Wait till he becomes a UFA. But by the yeah. time that happens, but by the time that. But happens, maybe he just 26. signs a one year. Say, you know what? I'm only going to sign oh, but, one. But listen, by the time be that 27. happens, you have Suzuki who is two years older. You have Doc who is two years older. Like you have Jake Evans who is two years older you know what i mean like evans will not become pld that's not what i'm saying right. like you're gonna have like your set three centers he doesn't fit anymore yeah so i don't know i don't want to tell right. you man yep. anyway let's I'm end frustrated. it there let's get right. into let's have some fun all right guys uh this week it's uh the internet never loses um, if you guys don't know, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Ben Affleck got married in Vegas. And uh, internet spoke. They said Jennifer Lopez Lopez needs only two more rings to tie Tom Brady. <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. You guys heard Toronto, right? Toronto Maple Leafs, they signed Nick Obey Kubel. You remember that guy? You know that yeah. guy? Yeah. Um, they signed him. This guy says, uh, sun is shining, so is Kaylee, says. 
the league got mad that he dented the cup, so they sent him somewhere where he'll never touch it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. <laughs> Poor guy. Nah. You're never gonna he win a dented cup again, the cup. Yeah. Now they shunned him. <laughs> uh, I got another one here. It's a meme. It's like, you know, when you're funny but ugly – it shows Twitter and Instagram. You got 91 notifications on Twitter, zero on Instagram. <laughs> and you're funny and ugly. Uh, you guys That's got anything? One. I didn't get anything. I told you guys I'd struggle. I, fuck, I showed, you, I showed you one today. You guys were oh, yeah, fucking yeah. up. So hit it. Hit it. Let me show hit it. it. No, you show guys it. do it. Oh, fuck that. You guys have to do it, man. Why? Because you're the host, man. What do you mean, bro? Okay, We're all so, the hosts. Okay, all right. Wait, let me let me go get it. Okay, We're the so, hostess with the mostest. So Lil Lil Pecker is a, is a um, parody on Twitter. Pecker, <laughs> it's it's at Pecker Go Vroom. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna spell it off for you, but listen, just just at Pecker, you'll find it. Okay, so there's my picture there for some reason. He's got my picture in a mask with with glasses on and my my fucking quaff in a blue suit. And he uh, apparently, I'm supposed to be Kyle Dubas. And he says, Gen General Manager Kyle Dubas has acquired defenseman Jeff P Petrie and Ben Sherratt in a multiplayer trade with Montreal. Hashtag lease forever. Bro, this thing had. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not going to lie. It is pretty. It looks how, like him. How dude, many... you kinda, dude, you kind of look like him in that picture, though, a little bit. It's the glasses. It, it, I know it's the glasses. It's I have a couple I... other ones. You ever heard the uh, Melania Trump? Voiceovers. You see that? Yeah. There you go. It does look like Kyle Dubas. Melania Trump voiceover giving a present to Barack Obama. Should have. Oh, surprise! I have some pretzels for Melania, you. Do you know what you just? <laughs> I missed that one. Oh. Ready? Do it, do it again. Do it again. Melania Trump giving a gift to Barack and Michelle. Should have. Oh, surprise. I have now, some pretzels for Melania, you. Do you know what you just said? <laughs> and two Asians complimenting each other on their brand new shoes. Oh, man. Brand new Air Force, huh? Air Force one, huh? Air Force one, huh? Beautiful, dog. Clean, very clean, dog. <laughs> Those I are Air Force should, Ones. <laughs> I think we should uh we should go back on what Lewis uses on some stuff before <laughs> we get canceled. Why? Those are <laughs> videos on the internet. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Why? Why do you always gotta make it about a race thing? Bro, last <laughs> you know how much heat we got last week because your, your carry price joke? Don't know. Uh, I I tell you, did did yeah yeah shit yeah my bad. Listen, I by who? I'm not gonna say it's a bunch of people. I want to formally apologize. That was a stupid joke, but this one, I swear to God, this is a video online. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna also apologize to... now because I called <laughs> Alex Galchenyuk a drug addict. Yeah, so you're I'll gonna get it this week. Yeah. No I'll facts. Apologize. I'll apologize now. We know he has substance abuse issues and i which hope is no he, joke i hope yes. he solves them we don't know which substance just i mean we do but it's fun <laughs> <laughs> we do 
but I apologize. Substance okay. abuse is not. I th- I a think joke. we're ending in a good place, guys. Um, it's all we got. See ya later. later.